Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Episode number 55. The V'ger Effect. Integrating your past with your present. Hi, folks. We got uh, a different kind of program for you today. And... Um, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to tell you a story and um, I'm going to uh, present a test to you. It'll be a fun test. Um, so first let's get into the story there was this kid this little boy and um, he was really really into baseball I mean from the earliest of his life the kid was obsessed with baseball not Baseball in general, though, there was one position that he was really obsessed with, and that was pitching. And so, as he got older and went to elementary school, he, uh, he was quite precocious as a uh, young kid, as an elementary school kid. And he seemed to take his playtime activities with the other boys very seriously. And uh, it was so serious, in fact, that uh, actually uh, the school uh, counselor was a little concerned because Gee, you know, this kid, he's 10, 11 years old, and he's, all he talks about are baseball pitchers, and, but, you know, they thought, well, maybe it's a phase, and he'll grow out of it, but he didn't, he didn't grow out of that phase, 
Um, he did, uh, you know, pretty average marks in in school, and then he went to uh, junior high. And um, as far as the uh, sports was concerned, well, it was it was kind of a no-brainer. He uh, naturally was pitching and uh, did a very, very good job. And uh, like I said, this kid, from an earliest age, he just seemed so precocious. So he passed through that, and uh, like all of these Cinderella stories, where he would later go on to incredible fame, he uh, pretty much had a repeat in high school. And, um, I mean, this, this kid was good. He was really good. And he was really starting to draw attention. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, um, when you're that young, you can imagine, and, you know, just the, uh, you can imagine with this kid that his, his entire hopes and, and dreams were just obsessed with baseball and pitchers in particular. He knew all the stats of all the greats and uh, had their pictures on his wall in his room. and But the weird thing was with his, with his buddies, you know, that's pretty much all he wanted to talk about. This kid, who I would suppose by today's standards, you know, Christ, who knows, they'd want to put him on, on some drug or have him go to counseling or therapy or something that he's being, you know, obsessive compulsive or something, something like that. But, um, yeah, he, um, he just, he just barreled through and he, uh, did very, very well through sophomore year. And then he was finishing up high school. And so, um, he was looking at the, uh, going to work for the, uh, AAA and AAA teams. And then, uh, as he was going to college as well, it's a very, <clears throat> it's a very, um, bright future at this point for this, this young man. And, um, but the uh, the fame of making the ultimate dream and that ultimate dream being playing in the majors that's where the uh, the story actually ended because he never made it he never made it because he had a serious injury. He was uh, he was struck by a car 
from crossing the street and struck by a drunk driver as a matter of fact and um, well very long story short um, he had a serious arm injury uh, to his his right arm and um, for the most part um, it wasn't serious it wasn't like there was any worry of amputation but it was it was pretty serious up in the shoulder area and and the long story short was that um, there was uh, surgery and there was rehab and um, the young man and family uh, although they everyone was hoping and dreaming simply because he was so young and healthy that um, you know he would overcome this after all he was young and healthy but fate went another way and the um, after a certain amount of time had passed um, the doctor the physical therapists and doctors they they got together and discussed the entire situation and uh, they knew that they had to be very tactful how they would bring this about to explain to him that um, he's not going to be able to be a pitcher in the majors. He's not going to be an effective, a really effective pitcher at all. That's simply not possible at this point. He can have a normal use functional arm. It's not going to prevent him from, you know, doing work or any other what we'd call a normal activity. But um, being a major league pitcher was simply out of the question. Partially, one of the major reasons is that, um, in his case, the stress fractures um, that are cumulative in their tissue damage um, would simply not allow uh, this to happen. For It just simply couldn't take the stress. It would not be able to take the stress that that job requires it's that simple and um, so he fought it in his mind tooth and nail and but it became apparent in short order that they were right and there simply wasn't any way it, it just he couldn't and so he was crushed. He was devastated. Even at, even at such a young age, he contemplated suicide because that was his be-all and end-all 
quite literally every since he was a child. So, um, to say he didn't, you know, to his, it didn't go mildly, uh, that's a, quite an understatement, to say the least. And so, um, that kid now is, is all grown up and, uh, I think back, he thinks back, and um, well, he's got quite a few thoughts. I know exactly what those thoughts are because that kid was me. And so, one of the things that I had to learn at an early age is that nothing in life is guaranteed. There are things, quite simply, that are out of our control. And no matter how much we want something, and no matter how great our will is for that something, sometimes Fate, the nasty mistress, has other plans. Now, could I have simply given up and given up on life? I could have. As a matter of fact, for a long time, I felt that way. I was pretty listless and directionless. <clears throat> I would say I remained that way for at least a solid six months. And um, I eventually, after uh, having talks with several friends and adults I figured out that there's got to be something else that I can do that I should not have put all my eggs in one basket so to speak and um, so I decided to uh do other things with my life. Now, this may or may not surprise you. As a matter of fact, you may be able to relate to exactly the same kind of experience yourself. But the thing is, not everyone is that resilient and some people have an entirely different take on things. And um, their lives go in very different directions because of that. I, uh, I had another friend when 
I was in high school. And uh, he was, his thing was football. And he was, he pretty much, <coughs> he had the same uh, mindset that I did. And he went on, actually he went on, and he played in college. And he was uh, very good, and he was very successful to a degree but he never made it to the pros he never made it into the NFL and the way this thing works and you can say this as a a general rule in professional sports um, you only get so many opportunities quite simply put for one thing because of your age and so you get past a certain point and um, you um, well you you start fooling yourself and you're Basically, you become one of those people that's living in the past. And that's what my friend did. And um, past a certain point, I mean, initially, of course, it was, it was all very, very exciting. Because when you, you know, when you have a friend and you're that close with them and initially the first time they submit themselves um, to the uh, talent scouts of various um, NFL teams that's very exciting you're young and um, you know won the first season and he was so excited and he had so much energy and will and the season came and the season went and he didn't make it and he was very disappointed but it was his first try and so there's next season well in this guy's case you know next season went on for like four years and past, you know, a certain point, what was normal for someone to do mm, after like the third year, your friends want to be supportive of you and, you know, they pat you on the back physically and mentally and they say, well, yeah, it's next season and, um, but past that, what happened was that, you know, everyone was like, they look at each other and even they recognize, they understand, they recognize, like, okay, how long is this, this guy, guy going to do this? How long is he going to continue? And uh, he continued too long because 
he couldn't let it go. He couldn't let his dream go because he did put all of his eggs in one basket and that basket was crushed, but he absolutely refused to accept that. And frankly, beyond that, it was, it was really sad to watch because all he wanted to do for the next couple of years after that, when, when we went out together, friends as a group or what have you, and uh, doing different things, and he only primarily focused on the past, like uh, what he did, you know, for this year, or, or even... Even talking about, this is where it got really weird. This is even talking about high school. And granted, I mean, you know, several of us, we, we, we knew each other and we remembered that. But it's a point where, if you can imagine this, it just gets kind of weird. But... No one wants to say anything. No one wants to be hurtful. So, that's two different takes on a situation in life. And what I'm going to do is segue now into the test and then we're going to tie this together, or at least I'm going to attempt to tie this together. And what this is meant to do is, well, why don't we just start the test first? It's, it's not a big deal. Um, if you're recording this, or you'll, you'll need something like a legal paper, legal pad, or your laptop, or however you want to do it. It's not that, that complex, but um, you're gonna want a list of about 10 or 15 things. And you will put that in the left column. Um, at least 10. Um, you wanna do a few more, you know, 15, that, sh that should, should be sufficient. And with that list, what you want to write down, and, and take the time, give this some serious thought for yourself. What are the absolute things? And it doesn't, I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. It's, it's your thing. It does not matter. This, you know, this, the sky's the limit. I don't, I don't care what it is or how ridiculous it may be, you could just write it down, okay? But you want to put down, you want to list the everything that you cannot stand. Things that you just think are so incredibly inconvenient or stupid doesn't doesn't matter 
if it comes from uh, the government, doesn't matter if it's coming from life itself, whatever it is. But you just list those things. Okay? All right. On the other side, you want to have a separate title at the top. And it would say something like, do I really have any control of this whatsoever? You'd put that question on the other side of the ledger and with a column for yes and no. Okay. Once you've done that, then you go back to each statement that you've made and you consider that deeply. And so suffice to say this is this is, you know, not something you want to be doing while you're multitasking. This is your life. This is what your life could quite possibly evolve into. And it's certainly going to demonstrate where it's at. Okay. So you, whatever your individual questions that you wrote, think about that and be 100% honest. And all you have to do is check that box, yes or no, that you currently believe right now that you do or do not have control over that particular thing. I would be willing to bet that if you're being totally honest and like I said, this is going to require some introspection. But all of this is really well worth it. Okay? I'd be willing to bet that the vast majority, so let's say if you put down 10 items, probably 7 or 8, the answer is going to be no. And this, this is really an amazing test because it, although it may seem simple, it actually gets to the core of your current state of mind. That's its purpose. And so you may have 10, 12, say 15 different, you know, issues. Um, probably, and I would say, especially if your life is not where you thought it could, or at least should be at this time in your life is not there, there's an overwhelming probability that the vast majority of your answers will be no. And that 
should give you a great deal of insight into what is, um, well, very simple answer is this is the limitations that, believe it or not, you have structured for yourself even though you may not be aware of it. Now, the difference between this test and what I'm having you do as far as the limitations are concerned with whatever it is you're trying to achieve in your life. Let's say in my case, with what happened to me, there was a very real, physically even tangible reason why I could not achieve that goal. But for many people, that is not actually the case. They may think it's the case. Maybe you think it's the case. But in reality, it actually isn't. In other words, the boundaries that you set, many of them, I'm not saying all, but many of them are personal to you and they are artificial walls. And the first, one of the first things that you need to know is that this condition exists in the first place. So in this relatively brief talk about this that I want to give at this point, this is a, um, what you might say is a, a mini self-enlightenment test. And the purpose of it is for you to recognize the limitations that are not actually objectively true, but they have been created by you. And many people don't want to do that. This is something I have labeled what I call the V'ger effect. And I'm going to wait for your response where I can go into much greater detail about what the V'ger effect is. But I have found it to be very real and it is one of the most self-limiting attributes in personality development or what you could call for this matter uh, persona personality degradation that many many people are simply not aware of so um, yeah, 
what I would really appreciate is hearing from you your thoughts or questions and uh, you know how to get a hold of me but I just I thought it would be really good to lay that out there as a primer um, and hopefully you may even you may even actually take the test and uh, you'll probably be really surprised <laughs> and I, I know I know I was and uh, yeah and so have, uh, so have a number of my my friends and uh, and family members so um yeah this is this is this is not something um, that I found anywhere on the internet this is something that uh, is mine and uh, so um, I'm hoping that uh, you will find it helpful and like I said um, I hope that you'll drop me a line and um, ask me a question or two because it is um, I believe it's one of the most simple yet effective test that someone can self-administer that is very reliable to give them insight into their current state of mind that's what I've seen over and over again and as a consequence of that people it starts to it can really help you with many different things and uh, I'm giving it to you for free so <laughs> I hope you had a good day today I hope we all have a good day tomorrow. Take care.